0: Hello and welcome to the second episode of Tuesdays with Mummy, a show where I, Tejas, get together with my mother once a week and chat about the happenings in our lives. Say hello to your crowd, Mother. Hello, everyone. I'm Kala and thank you for joining us. Uh, Today, we have a very special guest on the podcast, someone who supports our creative efforts endlessly and who, along with my aunt, had to actually listen to multiple iterations of the idea for the podcast even before we had released one episode. As if he wasn't already tired of our voices. Say hello to honorable husband and father fantastic, my dad Anil.
1: Hello, everybody. This is Anil here. I'm glad to be on this show. Uh,
0: thanks for being on the show, Dad. It's really good to have you here, and we're excited to see what gems you have to share with us. In today's episode, we're going to cover how when one of us takes up an activity, it naturally becomes a family project. Why that happens, why we consciously attempt to make it happen and how we feel about it. Uh, We're three different people, right? And naturally, we have different interests and personalities. Um, While I was expected to be a carbon copy of one of you or an amalgam of both of you, I think you really pushed me to discover passions of my own, which I have. Uh, But somehow, something I've noticed, and I don't know if you feel the same way, is that it appears as though my endeavors and passions, things that I plan to do, become a team project. I'll give you two examples of this, Uh, my writing uh, you both have basically encouraged it relentlessly from day one, especially when I haven't written and you read the blog every day, which is not something I can say of even the people who actually follow the blog Um, or more recently when I decided to learn German, it was something you both decided to push me to actually do by finding me a teacher and things. Uh, Do you feel the same way? Mom? Yeah, definitely.
2: Um, you know, I must agree with you uh, here, Tejas, because recently when I did the poetry workshop for children a few months back, you always like to read poetry and to write some poet, you know, poems on your own. Uh, but this was a different uh, medium that I was trying out in terms of conducting the classes, teaching children about the poem structure and how to write. Uh, but I noticed how much you encouraged me, and it definitely helped me in listening to your suggestions, in listening to the critical feedback that you were constantly giving me. And because it was the first time, I was a bit apprehensive, but the support that you and dad gave me definitely helped me in ensuring. Maximum benefit to the children. And even dad, I mean, he doesn't listen to poetry, nor does he read or write. Uh, But invariably, whenever I used to show him snippets of the video that I wanted to play for the children, he was the one who used to finally decide which one was better, you know. Mm. So in terms of that, the involvement that I saw in both of you helped immensely in my uh, project. So, yes, I definitely agree to that.
0: Papa, do you have... Do you have a similar experience? Do you feel the same way?
1: Yeah. Most of the times when it comes to things like, say, for example, the reference you got to the German class. Mm. Okay. I can feel with it because I studied German in school. So when when I saw that you had the option to learn another language, which was outside of your current, the current languages, you know, I said, no, it is the best thing for you to do, learn, because then that language is, serves as a base for some other European languages. And it's very close in terms of accent and what it carries inside. And knowing what you want to do in your academic uh, career and where kind, what kind of space you are, I said, that's the best opportunity for you to take. So I, we pushed it. So pushed it in the sense we said, go ahead with it. That's yeah. what That was the idea. Mummy's contacts uh, from school got some teachers who were in that area so we could connect. That was one of the points which you just got up. In the earlier, yeah. no, which you made regarding German. Now, coming to my life, okay, uh, in uh, 2015, 2016, after you went back to college in GNLU, um, mom came and joined me here. So, yeah. at that point in time, we made a joint uh, uh, discussion and understanding that, okay, we, what do we do in our time uh, post office? Right? What do I do? Come back home and what do we do? And we decided we need to look for a gym and it was common discussion so we bounced off the ideas within ourselves and we went into a gyming schedule which we still follow actively
0: yeah like yeah. i mean i so, think when you started your gymming, particularly mm-hmm. no uh, i remember being really interested in following your progress and i kept asking you like you used to share your workouts with us in terms of your workout reports photographs okay. of how many calories you had burnt off and things like that. And in a way, for me, it became inspiration because in college, I didn't work out at all. I did not mm. play sports or exercise in college. I lied to myself that I did, but I think I only seriously took up a proper sort of routine in fifth year when I started to run regularly. And I think your, you know that entire activity of gymming was something that we tried to help you with in whatever way we could by pushing you to go even after office if you can. Uh, from time to time, so yeah, I mean yeah. I think that was that was one thing for people who don't know us though something that they should know when they're listening to the podcast is that we've effectively been in different places uh pretty much after two thousand and eight yeah, so basically 2000, 2006 actually right so hmm. uh six yeah six onwards because I remember I was in grade four, but essentially it's always been Two of us and one third person living separately. So for a while it was Appa in one place and Mom and me in a different place. Then it was me in a different place and Mom and you in a different place. And that sort of continued yeah. continued throughout, throughout COVID as well where we've just been in, in different locations. So Mom... And you there wanna... were also... Yeah, I'm
2: sorry. And there were also times when three of us were at three different places.
0: Oh yeah, you know, correct. How und- did we forget that? Yeah, yeah.
2: Travel a lot, right? I mean, uh, to different destinations because of work commitments. Yeah. So they have been. I think
0: the strangest one for me was probably South Africa, Dubai, Bangalore. I think Mm -hmm. that was the that was the most challenging in terms of time zone for me because I didn't know. I found it very difficult to figure out who is where, um, in terms of timing.
2: So Anil, uh, looking back at the years, uh, how did we actively decide uh, to be involved in Tejas' life so much? Do you think was it a conscious effort in creating a parenting rule of some kind? I just want to give you an example in the parent-teacher meeting. You know, I mean, even though it was a small regular part of the academic life of every child, but the excitement that we had in attending every parent meeting, it was a, a mini celebration of its own kind. We knew what the kid was, we knew how good it was, so we were not expecting something out of it, you know, something big to happen. But yet, time and again, we were attending it with the same zest and enthusiasm from nursery until grade 12. So, what do you think? Uh, from your perspective, I mean, what made you get involved so much?
1: Okay, from the nursery time, uh, school was something which I always liked to attend because I was the person who dropped pages to the school in the morning. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I always <laughs> wanted to see what the inside looks like, or what what the uh, passages look like, or what colorful creations children have made. Because they are re- we are always picking up the child from outside the gate and dropping the child outside the gate. So it was always a pleasure to get yeah. to come inside the school and connect. Most importantly, uh, you know, when we, come, when we used to have these conversations at home as to what happened during the day at school and so many narrations would come out of uh, the discussion I would have with Tejas uh, when he used to come for lunch from the nursery and uh, during, during the first, second, and third standards, when you used to pick up from school. So uh, this allowed me to connect in some way with what uh, what are the activities at school. Now, one is looking at hearing the activities. Second is looking into the books of what has been written, what are the remarks which have been written, and then connecting with the content at school. Now, that allowed us to take it further by listening to what teachers had to say about tejas about the improvement areas about our role in the improvement areas to maximize on the learning from school that is why the child went to school so, so, so that for example, was- like so
0: something that i'm i'm wondering here is fine you did that when i was younger right like okay you did that nursery grade 1 grade 2 grade 3 when you're when you are playing such an active role in child development and things like that why is it that you took the same amount of interest at a grade 10 or a grade 12 ptm like what was it that made you schedule your travels to india in order to attend a grade 12 ptm
1: okay since 2006 literally we have been staying a little bit uh, yeah. far because of my work etc but one common medium which allowed us to connect was Google Talk, uh, Blackberry Messenger, WhatsApp, all these communication tools. Now those have, those tools have only data and text communication or maximum voice communication or photographs. Further to that, we had constant telephone calls on a daily basis, literally. But thereafter, I always felt the need to connect with you and mom and somehow make it possible to reach the school on an important monthly review kind of system, which the PTM actually wants the parents involvement in the education, especially because it's coming to a stage where the child is going to make a decision. At 10th, you have to make a decision. Should I leave science and go to sociology or humanities side? Should I do that? Is that choice to be taken? we were firm believers that we should always keep science as an elective and all the other subjects could be options whereas when somebody or uh, another thought process would come to the table which says no humanities is what i want to do science could be an option so that that is a uh, conversation and decision we can always talk and understand but why is it why is it coming out of uh, uh, a child or why is it coming out of a student is to be understood and how can we make that connect happen the connect can happen because of our involvement with the with the teachers at the school to understand uh 360 and yeah. then take it forward So decision making would be easier so and the next step sorry finish that yeah so the next steps would be uh combined and joint decision which is Easier for both to accept.
0: So did you have like, I mean, did you have a conversation before I was born that basically was that a common value for both of you in terms of saying we need to be this involved in his upbringing or was it one of those unspoken rules that happened like naturally as I progressed with my things? Because in a way, so your decision to be involved in my life to the extent that you are right in terms of following The smallest things that I do in return has made me very conscious of the things that you do in your lives. It's like I have seen you do it for me. So I am doing it for you. It's not like a it's not anything else. Basically, if I had not seen it, I don't know how I would have been. So,
2: yeah. Uh, it, uh, uh personally no we did not uh, discuss anything prior to your birth or even uh, when you uh, you know when you were a child i think it came more of uh, being who each of us were and things just happened organically uh, you know both of us are passionate to know uh, to have a better understanding of each other in the family, so that you know, we don't have as many fights <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the difference of uh, you know, opinions which we don't carry forward or anything. Yeah. So, we always felt that it is uh, the more you communicate, the more open we are, it definitely helps uh, in understanding yeah. each other.
0: But, just, just as a follow up, so I mean, it's very rare to see that neither of you is interested in something that i'm doing whether you actually have a passion for it or not is separate but it's very rare that you will not take any interest at all but you split up like something that i've noticed is appa for example clearly said how interested he was in my ptms right, um, right. and my teachers were definitely more scared of him than they were of you like you became their friend appa was that bad cop who basically went and said how can he score more marks and how can he improve as a human being right Uh, but um, you took more of a lead when I took up cooking I know that for a fact like in terms of taking that interest forward when I took up arts like every art that I took up you took more of a lead in Um, was that a conscious decision in terms of who takes the lead interest and who takes the supporting interest I'm asking because I'm one person who has to take an interest in two people in both of you in terms of actively supporting your hobbies and your passions but for you guys did you ever split up in supporting my endeavors
1: i think it came about naturally as we went along we Mm. just saw who out of both of us was more equipped to handle that particular interest area for example if it was something to do with coloring crayons and language then amma would automatically come into uh, you know, assisting you or understanding more, and I just would take a back step and just look from far, uh or oversee things. Whereas some things, if it requires require some amount of physical uh work, for example, going and buying a cricket kit or buying a hockey stick or buying, buying something with related to pads or basketball, or for example, this instance of piano. Mm. Uh, where well, you, you know, we had this teacher whom we understood in grade 6 You, he, he came to our home and he explained about what the piano class is. And then he came up with a recommendation, if you remember, that it's a good idea that uh, Tejas is learning this. And then the progress has been good in the whatever tests you have done and said, it may be a good idea that you have a piano at home. Why? Because you can practice it. Then there was nothing to wait once he said that, Right. So, it's a question of making an action. What is that action? Go see the piano, go and bring the piano, put it in the house and then make tejas to play. But to make to make tejas to play, tejas has to be able to sit at a particular yeah, height. He
2: could stand and play.
1: Also. He could stand and play also.
2: <laughs> I would have made him
1: stand. But then, uh, what I felt is uh, having uh, uh, professional kit. Always, I believe in having professional kit. Yeah, professional yeah. kit, it gives the best uh, Best environment for learning, and if your interest is genuine, then you also will take to it in a must, much much uh, advanced manner, and in a must, much much serious uh, with with a much serious note to be able to absorb the um, should I say the 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 details because the devil is in understanding the details of anything you learn, especially with music. So, so then, I, I mean, so like, you
0: so, so it's sort of I think it was just an organic decision, right? Essentially, just not yeah, yeah. forced upon anyone. No. Um.
2: No.
0: Now, like as a as a follow up, um, do you think being this involved, like, so so not just making decisions in terms of what to buy and stuff, but if we look at let's just look at the piano example, right? Deciding mm-hmm. what grades I should be doing, that I should actually be taking performance exams, uh, that You know, so between grade one and grade three, uh, the teacher recommended that maybe you can skip, maybe it's okay to skip grade two, maybe you can give grade two. Um, And that was a decision that I could have also taken independently and sort of said, no, I want to do more. Let me do grade three. Uh, But being so involved in the process, do you think of like, okay, like actually researching the grades, understanding the, the quality of performance and stuff like that, that needs to be learned do you think it it helped you increase
1: communication with me in some way definitely yes and including uh first is communication and second is uh, it helps in keeping the encouragement and keeping the right kind of mind frame to complete the course, the course or whatever the exam exam is just one uh, should I say, the final deadline towards which you show so that you are qualified to do certain thing. For example, if you remember the piano exam, you know, we had to go somewhere and uh, our driver guy didn't turn up. So, okay, we have to give the exam. We have to go there. So, natural thing is, okay, dad will go and drop you. How, what, when, not bothered. We have to do it. So, I think we did it. We did it that way. So, I think it's very important for us to... Having an understanding from the background as to what we are doing together allows us to face any challenges that may come on the way and take it forward. That's that's my take on it.
2: Yeah. uh, Also, Tejas, it helps us to understand how important it is to you. You know, Mm. Uh, having a daily conversation about this subject. So when you say, uh, for example, that, you know, I definitely need to take this exam in the month of July and not in the month of September because of so-and-so, we will be able to understand the importance and the urgency of that particular situation, you know. Hmm. So that is where the communication and getting fully involved as a parent, uh, looking back, I think it helped.
0: So for me, the way I've seen it is that when I get interested in... Um, So when I get interested in your activities, I read up about them. Like I know that my interest in Middle East and North Africa as a geographic region is impacted Mm. very slightly by my life experiences, but more in the terms of what Appa has done in his life. I am Mm. very, very, um, very, very intrigued by that area, the geographical area. I am very interested in the political side of those areas because I always... It was my way of asking Appa about his travel experiences. Uh, mm-hmm. I I sort of started to read more and more. And that was, mm-hmm. I always felt like that became an additional point of conversation between Appa and me. That we could, that was another thing that we could also connect about. Um, right. Do you, did you ever take that, I mean... Did you ever feel the need to take an extra step or any pressure to take an extra step in terms of preparing yourself for an activity that I'm doing?
2: Uh, not pressure as, in, as much as in uh, when you started uh, taking a liking towards F1. Huh. I clearly remember doing a lot of reading, trying to remember the names of the drag and uh, you know the engine. Yeah, yeah. uh, Vehicles and the names, of course, Hamilton and all that were okay. Uh, the, uh, the people who were there, uh, but apart from that, the also in terms of the circuits, yeah, yeah, uh, you know, echo circuit or the Silverstone, which we yeah. personally went visited, you know. So doing a bit of reading on that and trying to. Uh, be in you know trying to be more relatable to what your likes were yeah yeah so yes there were a lot of a lot of reading which went and preparedness which went and uh, in my own way I was trying to impress you
0: (laughs) do you think it uh, That's I had I I don't know I don't know whether it's too early to pass judgment on whether you have impressed me or not like it's (laughs) I think it's going to take some more effort mom uh no but i did it did it also help you um so dad clearly spoke about how German that I was doing helped him uh, was relatable for him because of his childhood experience of studying German. Did you participate in any of my projects to relive that nostalgia
2: well uh, just looking back pages, I remember this uh, posters what we did for your uh, captaincy when you were yeah, running yeah. for the captain you remember. Uh, all the huge posters uh, what was that a
0: boy with a vision yeah 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 all- uh, my my logo was glasses so we had lots of uh, vision jokes
2: yeah vision jokes like the foresight and the vision and all yeah, that yeah, yeah, whatever we yeah. vi- And uh, the innumerable, I think about 10 to 12 of them, the huge, uh, you know, cut sheets that I wrote and all. It was so much fun because I got to uh, live my own years again because when I was in grade 10, I did run for the captaincy in our school. So when I was doing all this, it was pure nostalgia. I felt so much younger. And this kind of gave me an experience to live twice. Yeah, You know, it was so much fun and uh, getting involved in something like this, um, you know, helped me remember my own school years and what joy I got out of it.
0: Yeah, like I feel like for me, right? So, of course, for me, it's not a nostalgia factor. For me, it's all Mm -hmm. a lot of learning. Like when one of you takes up an activity or a project, I look at it as an opportunity to learn from whatever it is you're doing. So let's look at your poetry workshop for kids. There's a lot of poetry Mm -hmm. forms that I learned through that. Uh, Mm -hmm. I also learned, I think one of the other things that I really remember taking away from that entire workshop was how to communicate poetry to a very young audience. Uh, it's It's one of those things that is complicated, right? Like we sort of complicate its study because we call it literature, for example. Uh, we give it Mm -hmm. like even with law right like we call it law and we give it all of this importance and we make it more complicated than it actually is but Mm -hmm. i sort of learned and i was very interested in learning how you communicated that to a younger audience and that's what that's Mm -hmm. what made me interested in participating in your activity But when you, when you guys got involved in my activities, like let's take basketball or tennis, right? That I that I started playing mm-hmm. and I was playing very, very actively for a very long time. Um, mm-hmm. Did you ever feel like uh, when you were showing interest in those activities, you were taking away from my personal space? Because for a lot of people, hobbies are where they are by themselves. It is their place for personal expression. It is their time to sort of just Uh, sit Mm -hmm. away and relax I have not known that reality because for me my hobbies have always been collectively uh, encouraged Um, but did it ever did you ever have that thought of maybe we should give him more space to do his thing
1: Uh, I we never thought that way it is okay because uh, no we encouraged you to take up all the sports in terms of hobbies uh, which you could usually pursue on weekends or after school hours we always uh, pushed uh, not pushed i should say encouraged yeah. you to go to uh, places and try everything because um, you know you have to come up with a liking on your own so we yeah. uh, we sort of uh, took took to took to the approach that you know we should encourage in equal ways mm. yeah any sport or any area of interest which you would show interest in, you said, okay, we, uh, we we allow you to make the choice. For example, if it is uh, going behind um, say a tennis racket, Yeah. Okay, yeah. as you know, I am a believer, like I said, professional kid, I would very often take you to the best racket shops yeah. and not only buy the rackets but also buy the racket case. Yeah. yeah. And along with the racket case, buy some additional grips to, to ensure that there is, uh, whatever it takes to go the full term, uh, in the summer or during the whole, whatever learning experience or coach camp or whatever you did the, uh, uh you were able to go through the whole, uh, so,
0: so, it exp- never, so you exp- never felt like you should step back and give me more space. In a sense, I feel like it helped us, it helped bridge distance instead of creating distance.
1: Okay. Uh i uh, i ne- I never stepped back, uh, and uh, I will just give an example which we just made slightly earlier regarding poetry yeah. okay uh, whenever you did this uh, yeah, uh, Gloporimo, uh, Glo-po-remo, Gloporemo when you did in the past uh, two to three years, you mummy started, then you started I never took interest to writing uh, any of that, mm. but whenever I used to come back home. Uh, and whenever I used to read whatever mommy has written or you have posted in the previous day or the same day, then I always used to have time to relax, unwind from office work. Hmm. Now, if you look at how you put, you and mommy put together this book and called it Connecting the Dots and gave me a copy of that in my, on my 50th birthday, that goes to show how it is being reciprocated to me uh, mm. from your side. So if I am taking an extra interest in some area to bring up some things on your side, it is equally being reciprocated from both of you, some from other side. Yeah. So it is a family is a unit. Yeah. So this unit keeps moving together, whether it's forward or backward or sideways. Yeah. So... That is where I, I, I we draw inspiration. I think from each other, yeah, and we correct. continue to motivate each other. Yeah, I think,
0: what I think. Yeah, mom, what he said about drawing inspiration from each other and being motivated by each other is so critical, right? Because it's like for a child, of course, the parents is the first people that you seek out inspiration from. But I think there's yeah. there's there's such a strong sense of unity that we've created between the three of us through all of that interest and participation in our personal projects. Uh, what yeah. made, so for you now, so of course, Appa was far away in, for a long time and therefore definitely took a lot of interest in, in my activities. When you and I mm-hmm. were in the same house, uh, mm-hmm. why was it that you still did things like reading my blog? Like, uh, I'm just curious now. Like, I'm, I'm thinking back and I'm like, a lot of parents... I know, for example, if that child started the blog, the child would, like my friends would try to hide blogs from their parents if they had one. And I was just like, I am starting this blog. Here you go, take the link. If you want to read, read. If you don't want to read, don't read. <laughs> what, why do you continue to read it on a daily basis?
2: Because, you know, I really appreciated your sense of humor. The way I saw the same thing that had happened earlier in the day uh, you know, uh, with our maid cooking or simple things that normal yeah, yes. observation, both of us had done about the same incident, the way you would put it in words, it brought a huge smile on my face. Mm. So I always looked forward to reading it. That was a joy that I was getting. And yeah. second was, there was always um, uh, learning, as you mentioned earlier, yeah. I also wanted to uh, improve my writing skills and uh, reading your blogs helped me understand how you could uh, effectively communicate your and express your thoughts in a simple language so yeah. these were the two things that i felt that you know made me read your blog and you were perfectly okay with it so yeah, if yeah. you had exhibited any kind of a hesitation or if you had requested then we would have respected your decision and not ventured into that space yeah. but the fact that okay with it helped us also to be fine and uh, you know to eagerly look forward to looking at your blogs yeah Block i think quotes. for me
0: for me it never occurred to me that maybe i need personal space away from you guys like i've never mm-hmm. actively sought out personal space it has happened like if you look mm-hmm. at if you look at the covid pandemic it's not like i said i want to be away from my parents so i'm going to go to Bangalore. it just happened <laughs> like It literally, I know, I know know you may feel that way. Like you may feel like I basically said, I'm not going to come stay with my parents, but it's never occurred to me that my hobbies have to be personal. Like they've always been things that I share with you. And I think that we all share together. So if you had one takeaway, mom, if you Mm -hmm. had one takeaway from how involved we got in each other's lives in terms of projects, what would that takeaway be for you?
2: Uh, I think that would be for me, you know, as a parent, uh, it is so important to go beyond the supervisory role of just dropping and picking up children from classes, because one is it gives for me, uh, it gave me so much of joy. And looking back, it is so memorable in the years to come. Yeah. Mm. And it also helps in uh, nurturing the relationship, the bonding between a child and his parents
0: yeah like i i sort of i think i resonate with that very strongly because uh if you remember my entrance exams that i gave in 2015 i think it picnics. was very yeah picnics it was very easy for you to just send me in a car make me go write the exam and i would finish it and come back home and tell you all about it but right. you basically treated them as picnic trips where you packed a basket and you just hung out there till i finished the exam yeah, i just, like
2: life is to celebrate moments right
0: yeah but i mean for me that was quite strange at the time because i thought that was a better use of your time but i look back on it and studying for like my chemistry board exam in the car Mm -hmm. on the way back from my clat exam is not Mm -hmm. as funny or as serious to me without you sitting in the next seat sleeping like (laughs) i i cannot remember that memory without you sleeping next like on the seat next to me when i'm sitting and studying for another board exam the next day it's like you were tired of waiting that's what i found yeah. really funny uh, dad if you had a if you had a learning and in how involved you got in our lives um what do you
1: i mean what what, what would your learning be see um, i would say that as individuals each of us have our own interests, thoughts and skills. And as a family, we have always encouraged openness to our expression. When I say expression, I mean bringing ideas, sharing them, uh, taking views of others, whether it's critical, constructive, what are the pros and cons of making any decision? Why we do this? Okay. This future this fuels and nurtures researching, knowing more about each other's interests and planning ahead so that whatever we do together we are involved in each other's decisions in everyday life. That is the concept of taking uh, family and staying together staying connected and motivating each other and encouraging each other to do go go to the maximum achieve each other's maximum potential. I think for me
0: that's, that's that's the same thing that I feel like, I feel like because we've been so involved in projects, there's very little friction that occurs when it comes to a decision about the project itself. And I use mm. projects really loosely. Like, like, I think projects can also yeah. be like career decisions and stuff like that. Uh, there's been yeah. very little fights on what the actual decision should be. The, yeah, the fights in- that we have, yeah, it's a more informed decision and all of that, sure. But the fights that we have are also like, they're stupider, less consequential fights. Because mm. the the we're not disagreeing, like, we're not disagreeing about any of the big picture stuff. I, I'll give you an example. It's very easy for us, for example, now I'm studying a lot of music theory, right? It's, it's very easy for both of you to say, I mean, you've studied so much already. Why are you sitting and giving exams again? Um, mm. But we're not, we're not fighting about that like i don't have to justify why i'm interested in music theory to you both nor do i have mm-hmm. to nor do i ever feel compelled to explain to you why i want to do exams the thing we fight is yeah, yeah. something menial like when should you give the exams should you give the exams now or later which is yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it, it i think it takes away from a lot of a um, lot of friction in that sense and i think it makes me it makes me feel less obligated to justify the things that i'm doing. Yeah, to defend your case time and again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I already have enough <laughs> of that in my in my professional life.
2: But yeah, yeah I, think,
0: I think that draws this this episode of the podcast yeah. to, a, to a close. So thanks very much, Dad, for being here. It was good fun having you on. Uh, and thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to what we have to say. Uh, this podcast would be out wherever you want to listen to podcasts. Right now, we're on Spotify. We're on uh soundcloud apple podcasts and we're getting on youtube we're also on um pocketcast and radio public do listen in next tuesday for our next episode see you then bye